back to the Jerks in the Fourth Row podcast. I feel like we have promised so many episodes and have delivered so little. It's been busy this summer, but I'm happy to be back in the chair on the mic with my brother, Doug. Welcome back to the Jerks in the Fourth Row podcast. Hey, yo. Yeah, it's a long-awaited long return here. Uh, we've, uh, by popular demand, we're back. We're back, baby. And we're we, ready to go. Tons of stuff going on in life. You know, Laura just had a baby. Dad's retired. Oh, yeah, we're, uncle, we're uncles now. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, that's, uh, so we have, like, you know, we have a responsibility to a, a young one in our life. Right. So. Surpri- so tons of FaceTiming, surprise trips to Nashville for Crystal and I. You, you're, you know, you've got, you've been insane with, with all of your, um, all the stuff that you've been doing with music, musically and creatively. So, Thankfully, we're back here in the chair and we're and we're ready to go today. On top, on top of taking care of the dogs. In, yeah, which, exactly, you know, exactly. We've, we've got full lives, but we're we're back here in our uh, in our natural habitats. Uh, back with another episode. So today we're going to be talking about recasting. Uh, and dog, do you want to get into a little bit more about uh, how this came about and the, your idea? Again, you always come up right. with these ideas, but. Well, well, I got a little bit you know, more time to think, or maybe, <laughs> I don't know. I just... You're, you're the creative. Const- you're, you're the creative. What it is, is I'm trying to bait, I'm always trying to bait you into doing these things, you know, and I have, it has to be the right topic. Well, so this, this one so got me. So the, the title of the episode, what was it? It's a substitute, uh, no, sequel substitutes and replacements. Yes. So we're, we're basically talking about, you know, when a character in a show or a movie is replaced with a di- different actor and you're either supposed to just expect to move on as if nothing happened or you're like we're going to dissect like what our reaction to you know a, a change in cast it with whether they acknowledge it or don't or how it affects us personally and yes it, it's basically the idea comes from the new black panther is coming out and they haven't announced who's going to be the new black panther but i, I got me thinking i'm like okay well how do you go about recasting someone who's passed away? And if you, you know, because they possibly will do a funeral on the, I, I, you know, so that got me just thinking. It's not, Anyways. it's, it's not, we'll, we'll get into like from a movie perspective, like how that, how you should approach it, how people have approached it in the past, and how, like, just with contract stuff, like how you go about, you know, pr- selling to the audience that this new actor or actress is like, like it's never happened. Like the characters are, just have to ignore that this is a completely different person like in real life like so whether it works whether it works for us whether it doesn't we'll get into all that but in real life dog we are recasting all of the time right so whether you know you need a new doctor whether you move to a different town and you need a new uh someone to cut your hair uh you name it like uh, trash is whatever we're constantly you know in just in life in society we're dealing with different people and I just wanted to start this podcast a little bit different by kind of going into like life examples of that. So I think I've given you a heads up. I'm going to start with my story from like a long time ago. And I want to kind of hear what your move would have been in this situation. In this situation. So I think this was like uh-huh. back in high school, like just at the beginning of high school, right? So I remember like... <laughs> You and I didn't know what a barber was growing up. Like we always got our hair done at like salons and stuff because we'd just go with mom to wherever she was going, right? right? So like that was kind of like our norm, which I don't think is most people's norm. It's kind of weird for like, anyways, most people would just go to a barber growing up or at least people that I know take their kids to barber. Anyways, we'd go to a salon 
Anyways, had this uh, stylist, right, who was cutting my hair, and she mainly does women's women's cuts, right? That hence the salon, whatever. And I think back mm-hmm. in the day, it was even more divided. Now, you know, whatever. I think there's more 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 range of where you can go now. Anyways, so I'm sitting there, sitting there. She's talking to me. What, what's your summer up to? Blah blah blah. All the, all the small talk, and all of a sudden, she gets the clippers out and clips about a, a third of my ear all the way up with the buzzers just like that so and and just continue like i could see the look on her face and i'm like that hurt first off it fucking killed second like you know she like i'm sitting there and like she goes on and just pretends like well maybe he didn't feel that as i have blood dripping down my neck so I mean, this is a, a kids time. Are, kids are tough. Kids are resilient, you know. <laughs> well, what does she think? I didn't feel that or didn't see it. Anyways, needless to say, she was recasted in my life. But I want to know. She continued to go on and just cut my hair, and like I just sat there and I didn't say anything. I'm like, nothing was well, spoken. How, how old are you in this? At this moment? Oh, I mean, I had just gotten into high school. So I, I mean, I eventually, after I could drive myself, I ended up going to like Norms and Debs. Debbie's and all those places like right outside of West. Uh, so I'd, you know, walk down and get my own haircut there. So I probably was like 14, 13, 14, right in there. Like, what is the move? What are you doing in that scenario? Are you acknowledging that your ear just almost got... You're, well, of course you are. I mean, I mean... But well, I did I did not, I'm saying. Uh, oh, I mean, well, I'm certainly forgiving of, of hairstylists in the moment. Like, whether I like it or not, I'm going to probably tell them I like it. So, are you like, are, are you recasting? Are you recasting? I recast all the time. I'm not. I haven't had the same hairstylist for. I went to these guys who were like uh, super Trumpers, and like like they have a picture of Trump literally shooting a massive machine gun up in the barber shop and i just thought like they're always interesting guys and they didn't give me a good haircut but uh after a while it just got to be way too much like every time it was just a political conversation and i'm yeah. just trying my haircut uh but uh but uh so yeah besides them i mean i recasting uh only because i didn't want to have a political conversation i guess right. that's that's actually the haircut. the The barber is like a, is a classic one to recast. Like, was it Seinfeld did that Poppy? You know, or was it Pop? It wasn't Poppy. It was I can't remember his hair. His his barber like it was, gave him that little boy haircut or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, he, I've I've had to recast. You know, man. Yeah. Do you I, have I, a re, no, Do you have a recasting story for yourself? So I guess I guess I. Any like music teacher I've pretty much had, I was always like kind of wanting to do my own thing. So I would go in, I get took guitar lessons for like two weeks and mm-hmm. knew I had to recast just because the guy and I weren't clicking on top of just like I was looking to do. I was playing Stairway to Heaven and he was having me doing Yankee Doodle. So I was just like, okay, something, something's, something's off here. But Yankee my, Doodle you know, is the hot cross buns of the I'm sure I have some, you know, some technical flaws from it from over the years but but i want to get into the recasting the actual the the, the real reason we came in yeah let's talk movies let's do what we do best firstly when when we talk recasting what is it who is someone that pops into your head like that is completely taking you out of like what was one of your first experiences where you're like wait a minute like for me as a kid i i had this when i was doing my research and i didn't come across this but i was thinking about it 
um, watching Mortal Kombat 1. Mm, okay, Kombat good 2. one, good one, yeah. So, uh, the, Raiden in Mortal Kombat 1 is, I'm pretty sure it's Tom Jane, or Tom Jane. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. And then the second one, it's it's uh, the guy who plays Dexter's father. That, yes, um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yep. So so I remember being a kid, and there's also Johnny Cage is, is played by a different actor. Right. And I remember being a kid, and like I loved Mortal Kombat, and... When I saw that, I was like, wait, wait, what? I'm like, am I supposed to, am I really supposed to believe that that's the same guy? Like, I'm like, look, he's got short hair. He doesn't even have white long hair. As if like that, that was the main thing. But it was my brain just saying, wait a minute. Yeah. This doesn't add up. Something here doesn't add up. And they, they don't really address it at all. They just go forth with it. So, so for me, that's something that completely takes me out of movies or something when, when you go in expecting, you know, one actor or something and they they go on with the story as if nothing has changed. Yeah, I and, think I think the first time I noticed that was I think it was Boy Meets World and they recasted the little sister like a bunch of times or whatever. And like you're like, wait a minute, like it took me an episode to just be like, oh, OK, there's a new character. And then I'm like, oh, the little sister's gone. And I, so that that would be the first time. The, the the thing that the, when I got the most interested in it, I think was just was a fictional example was when in Aquaman or like with any deal that they were doing in in Entourage with Aquaman, they're they were going to replace Vinny Chase from Aquaman one in with with Jake Gyllenhaal in Aquaman two or something like right. that. Jake Gyllenhaal was right. always the threat to replace Vin Vin in like all well, of they're the like movies. kind of like a similar look, like the dark features and just yes. their similar age and came up at the same time probably. And, and so that like kind of opened up my eyes to be like, okay, well, like sequels are never a guaranteed, and I think we're gonna list a bunch of them where it's just like, and, and talk about does it work? I, and I'd argue that sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't, but. Right. Well, I think I think if they they partially call attention to it and just give me like a half ass explanation, I can go forth with it. But if they don't, <clears throat> if the director, the script writers don't acknowledge it at all, it really takes me out of it. Same. Um, and like so and sometimes they can even use it to their advantage, like in the latest um, uh, Wet Hot American Summer 10 years later is like a series to replace Bradley Cooper with Adam Scott. And, uh, and you know, you know, who Adam Scott yeah, is, right? of course. Yeah. And, uh, and they're just like, Oh, I'm so worried. They're not, they're going to say something about my nose job. And they're like, you had a deviated septum. It's fine. Like <laughs> they, they made it a joke that clear. They're like, you look even better than before. And it's like Adam Scott to Bradley or right. Bradley, you know, it's like, yeah. so they, they played it to their advantage. I'm like, okay, I can totally get on board with that. Like, I, so I feel like it's so much easier <laughs> in comedy and I was going to wait to sure. bring this movie up, but think about yeah. the vacation series. I don't, I think oh. it's it's part of yeah. like the yeah. joke. Really, the only two, three people that stay there, or maybe even four, is uh, you know Clark, uh, his wife, cousin Eddie, and his wife. Other than those four, everyone else is like is basically replaceable. Whether it's the father, yeah. the mother, obviously Russ and Audrey. I, I think it's a, I think they actually make a joke in one of them. Which they they're like, oh Russ, I hardly recognize you anymore at the beginning of like. Vegas vacation yeah, right. because every like every, all four movies they just swap out those roles. Audrey looks nothing alike. Yeah, same with Audrey. They look. Nothing they don't even have the same hair color. Like it's, it's no exactly. Yeah. and they're always different ages and stuff <laughs> right, too. Right, like, right. Yeah, there's no there's no continuity, but that's that's fine. If they're calling some attention to it, like that's cool. I can get on board with it. I mean, whereas in like the case of Batman, uh, the Dark Knight. 
where they replace Katie Holmes with Maggie Gyllenhaal, it's like, whoa, those are very two very different actresses. And yeah, they, they are. They are. It was definitely a noticeable difference. But I mean, if, if police sketch artist, like if you're going to d- describe the two of them, it's somewhat similar. But no, I, I, I would I would describe I would describe them differently, I think. OK, um, well, either but, either way, both of them. I, I, I think we've debated this on this podcast before. It was like, who's worse? Like, I really don't think between the two of them that they even gave a half a performance like it was. I, I was not impressed with either one of them. It's like they replaced crap with crap. Yeah, and it definitely that. So I think Dark Knight would be in the running for one of my absolute favorite movies of all time if it didn't have little things like that. Like that for me, it just totally took me out. She, her, uh, Rachel's just whole existence kind of being not first off not being acted well, but then being completely replaced. Do you think uh, that that was part of the director or Christopher <clears throat> Nolan's? Uh, call or the writer's call to just kill her in that just in act, I mean yeah. they could have just brought in another love like make her someone besides Rachel Dawes or Dawson or whatever right like uh, treat it like a Bond girl right just right like, yeah. exactly so I'm glad you said Bond because I have a question that I just came up with so is Pierce Brosnan supposed to be the same Bond as Daniel yes. Craig, because they share the same, uh, like M is the same. So, uh, so I think I've, this is in my research too. I think that there's there are franchise roles that can be played over by different actors, sure. where it's not considered a recast, right? So, I so if we go back to like no, exactly. a Batman role, can be completely recast at any time. That's fine. And I would put Bond in that category. I mean, Bond's had what six or seven, you know, different. So like actors. a sequel of movies is like a series of movies or a series of shows that's supposed to be sequential. Yeah. Yes. So th- this one isn't. This one's a. F- this one's more of like a franchise or like a role that just gets replayed. Like I would say Superman's one of them. Like so, so Batman, the only reason Batman I would suggest is one Bond is sequential is, is again, M being present throughout. So that's almost like a reverse recasting. Whereas like from, like we mentioned the Batman movies, you're just taking out that one person. M is the consistent through the four Pierce Brosnan movies. And then the five, uh, Daniel Craig movies. So it was almost like they did a reverse. It was like an inverted recasting for the ent- everyone else. Like so, in M's, in asking, M's, are they supposed to be? Are these bonds? These two Bond characters supposed to be the same person? Yes, like, they are. In, They're both in the same sequential films. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I think that they are supposed to be in. So that's living terrible in, recasting, but it doesn't take me out of it. Like I'm living totally in the same universe. That being said, in the newest one, there is a new 007 before, spoiler, there is a new 007 that gives their calling card or whatever, their assassin number 007 back to James Bond once he rejoins the force or whatever. So maybe, maybe it is, maybe it's, but I don't know. I just feel like they replace all the other roles. In the, in the, the times where there's all these different universes that are, you know, emerging like the Marvel universe. There's even like the Black Mirror universe is is on Netflix. There's all these different <clears throat> um, shows that are linking up. I, it, Marvel's kind of like the first one of the first to do it, or you know, like all the comic books. Um, and they they famously replaced uh, Terrence Howard with Don Cheadle and um, uh, Ed Norton with um, Mark Ruffalo. 
like they're all supposed to be the same person and and but I can't say that it particularly takes me out of it in that in those in those franchised um thing. I mean you're I don't like that they don't address it, but also I don't I'm not taking them that serious in the first I th- place. I think you have to take it character by character because I think if they replaced Thor you would have a problem with that. It it depends on like the the seriousness. Well, they've or- replaced Captain America is now um what's his name? Um the 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 flying like the I didn't watch the series, so I don't really even know. But they made a series out of Captain America and it's now uh Falcon or the oh, I should know the name. But the the guy who flies, Sam with the with the Captain America's right hand man. So gotcha, that's gotcha. technically recasting, it's like re reassigning re- who that is. The role. But th- so that's something different though. The more I think about it, though, when it comes to Bond, I think I came into this saying that Bond was like one of those franchise roles that just gets replaced. But like there's definitely an error. M messes everything up because she always refers back to Vespa, right? So he, she always refers back to like Bond's first girl in like the in Casino Royal as like she's kind of like this charging like this is the one that got away from Bond. Like the, there's other Bond girls, but he's always thinking back to Vespa and M is aware of that. We never hear her talk about, well, before Vespo was Natalia, you know, or whatever. So that right. makes me think that they are just being always, In my brain, I always thought they were separate storylines. But when approaching this, um, I wanted to consider it a franchise. But I'm like, well, wait, M is a commonality. Right. Uh, um, Doc, you, you made me think. I think, I, I think you're right. I think mm-hmm. that there are always new 007s. It's not just like... Oh, this is the same character being played over and over, like a Batman, like a Superman, Spider-Man, whatever. So right. that's it's supposed to be the same person. Right. We James should talk about it could be like a born character as well. Like they're it's just like a born like they just take him and call him James Bond. You know what I mean? So born like, so born is definitely recasted with the Jeremy Renner thing, right? No, that's a replacement, though. So that's, that's a thing. Okay, so Phil and I also. Oh, hey, uh, audience. That's right, Phil and I are. <laughs> uh, the the something we've talked about is replacements. Um, not the movie, but uh, the act of replacing an actor. So, like two and a half men. Uh, the re- Ashton Kutcher takes over Charlie Sheen's spot, or uh, in that '70s show, Eric leaves and Josh Myers okay. comes in. So, so those are some replacements also that can totally take me out because they they take this main character role or the main fo- the the spotlight, but it's the same formula with a different actor plugged in, and it just something about it doesn't sit right. Even though it's in the comedy realm, it's like. Well, wait a minute. Like you're very clearly just trying to replace this one person that right. you know made the. Uh, we need you know, we need a funny like, guy. We we need a funny guy. Like the like way that this is, show works what if is. Friends were to you know be without Chandler. Like what if Chandler were to be replaced? It just wouldn't you know something wouldn't mesh right. Or say Johnny Drama and the Entourage crew sure. was yeah. replaced. Well, but. I think it goes case by case. Like with two and a half men, I want. I mean, I don't know a single two and a half men. F- fan out there a man <laughs> no maddie riley is a big tuna all right well maybe we should ask maybe we should ask maddie like was the show ruined for him when ashton kutcher comes in because my guess would be no my guess would be like no it was just the ashton kutcher era which only probably 
lasted a season and a half after. Wasn't like the plot like Ashton Kutcher pushed Charlie Sheen in front of a subway subway or something like I that? Know, I had no idea. I just know that it, he didn't directly take him his place. It's like oh, Charlie Sheen and Ashton Kutcher are the same person, you know. Um, it's it's like his brother. So I don't even care. I don't care. But all I know is that it's essentially all they're doing is just plugging someone else into the formula that's already created, and it's it just feels lazy. Like they want to keep the show going. Yeah. But they clearly lose somebody. But we need a guy. So I don't really have any like principles on this. It's totally like a gut thing. Like in the franchise ones, I can let it go. Or comedy, if they're going to, it's like I can totally, I can let it go. But if I'm expected to just go on as if not something's not to be acknowledged, I don't know. But I guess the Ashton Kutcher thing, like you said, they acknowledge it, but it just feels. I, I don't think we have to set a set rule. I think I think we're as we're talking about this, we're realizing it's does this does this replacement or does this fill in or whatever in the sequel work for us? Yes or no? And I think we have to you have to take it case by case. I don't think that there's a formula that works. You know what I mean? Well, and sometimes sometimes you know um, it could be you know the. The sequel is is kind of pushing itself through in that they can't get the caliber of actors to sign on to the second one, but the sequel is going to happen no matter what. So that's just kind of like the nature some the nature of sequels sometimes too. Like when something's popular, you know they're they they really want to the people who own the rights to it want to continue to push that through. Let, let me but, give you two of those. Yep. Yeah. Uh, speed. Right. Going yeah. into speed two, cruise control. They, <laughs> nice. they lost. They couldn't sign Keanu Reeves. They were gonna. Speed was such a good movie that they had. They almost had to make a Speed two. And what did they get? They, I'm looking through my notes here. They replaced right. the Keanu Reeves role with Jason Patrick. Well, who, they essentially give the movie to Sandra Bullock instead. Yeah. Well, she was the main character, or one of. She was the leading actress in both. She's, of them. She's the second. She's the second. But you Keanu's. know that they wish that they had Keanu for Speed 2. And of course. So they, they replaced... I had to look at it to see if they actually changed his name, and they did. It's it's supposed to be a brand new guy. But to uh, your point, that is been, a clear just replacement of... It would have been really sick if they got Tom Cruise to do Cruise Control Speed 2. <laughs> that would have been Tom sick. Tom Cruise is, has way too big of an ego to be called in as a substitute. There's no That's way they could have gotten That's him. true. So there's egos definitely are, are in play. And I, I, so I understand that happened with uh, Terrence Howard and the, the Don Cheadle. Like Terrence Howard wanted all this money. And this is going back to the Iron Man series. Wanted all this money because he knew he was eventually going to get his own movie or series or something. And they're just like, nah, we'll just get Don Cheadle. <laughs> and they did. It's like, whoa. Shit. Like, so I guess, you know, and it's not like I was like married to Terrence Howard in that role, but it was just like something you certainly notice. Yeah. Um, but again, it's, I wasn't taking it seriously to begin with. What? All right. I'm going to make a quick little switch here in something that um, is a little different uh, in terms of like the, the what we're talking about, but it's still oh, a recasting. Can I go back to movies eventually? I know you're switching up. I still have a few movies. Yeah, no, but... this is just like a quick aside. Okay. That like one thing, another thing that bothers me. Is like or something that gets to me. Steer this oh, cruise ship, dog. Steer this cruise ship. Cruise, <laughs> cruise control, right? Cruise yeah. Control. Um, no, so I I have here uh, when Doug Funny was recasted when his voice. So this is from the animated show Doug. So when his voice was recasted and it was a new voice actor doing the role, I lost. I would as a kid, 
I was done. Yes. Like, I was completely done. Say, like, SpongeBob were to have, like, somehow changed voice actors, I would be, or uh, South Park or, uh, or, or Archer, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I think that is so crucial um, to, like, um, to those shows as those voice actors. Like, totally, so totally. If, one one I think probably could be replaced because it's an impersonation or like it because it's a voice to begin with is maybe Shrek. Like I think someone else could take the Shrek helm. Oh, I don't think so. I think that that's you don't a think like, so? no. I think that I think that there's a large percentage of people who go to that movie thinking I'm going to see a Mike Myers movie. I'm going. So did to- you hear that initially originally that Chris Farley was cast as Shrek? No, I didn't know. I didn't even know he was alive when Shrek came out at first. Well, he wasn't, but they were anticipating it. Uh, you know, in years before in the making, and I'm and there's like rumors that there are Chris Farley takes of doing Shrek. Didn't Donkey wasn't Donkey played by two different characters? Wasn't Eddie Murphy, a, I'm pretty sure, has been consistently. It's always been Eddie Murphy. I wasn't sure if he got replaced. But again, like when you're doing, when you're, <laughs> I just pictured or heard Michael Scott doing it in my in my head. Uh, <laughs> Shrek, oh, doggy. Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyways, going back to my point, and that like I think for me, voice actors, so someone who like the, that vocal resonation to completely would take me out of it. Um, or the the lack thereof um, recognition. I, I, I agree. Recognition. I I just looked it up and can confirm Eddie Murphy was all the way through on all all of those. But yeah, so there's there's uh, Tim. It's funny you say that because I had to look and see. I went I went as we always mention the Simpsons. I checked out the Simpsons to see what happened after Phil Hartman died. Like in my mind, I thought that they continued on with like Lionel Hutz and and Troy McClure, but they no. they just. They just canceled his character. They just never brought yep. that character back after Phil Hartman right. died. Um, and then same thing. Um, there, there was one that happened so early in Family Guy. The voice of Meg, who is uh, the Kunis, uh, is 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 uh, Mila Kunis, Mila yeah. Kunis now. But for the first season, she had a different voice, and I'm pretty sure Stewie had a different voice too. Uh, but hmm. so, but I, I didn't get into Family Guy until like three or four, three, three or four seasons in. Uh, so, so it didn't did make it a difference. Did it though? Uh, what, like, what it, I was going to ask you is... Did, just like acknowledged or was it like... So for me, the Doug thing, like... They hearing, do acknowledge seeing, it on Family Guy. Yeah, they do acknowledge it on Family <clears> Guy. They're, they're like, like, oh, listen... Because they do a flashback in like one of the ones where Stewie and Brian go back in like a, their time machine. And they make a comment. They're like, oh, that... Meg's voice sounds different. Yeah, and Peter makes a joke. He's like, sounds like it was a... yeah. Her voice sounds like an opportunity missed or something along like that. So they, yeah, de- they yeah. definitely make okay. a nod to it. But what we're we <laughs> we saying... Definitely, it, it, I couldn't imagine, yeah, like someone else doing Homer's voice, like, or, you know what I mean? Like, that would feel just wrong. So that was another one. The Aladdin, going from Aladdin 1 to Aladdin 2. The genie. They obviously wanted Robin Williams. All the voices yeah. came back. And you, do you know who did the voice in Genie 2? Uh no, Dan Dan Castigliella or the guy who does Homer from The Simpsons did really yes yeah interesting so he huh. did in Aladdin two but again no one really watched Aladdin two a lot of those I mean there's very few Disney movies that that people follow the the sequels I guess we just mentioned Shrek that's that's one of the, the one of the exceptions in Toy Story but uh but yeah usually that gets replaced. So how about the new Buzz Lightyear? Do you consider 
that I mean, I don't think either of us have seen it, but up until now, Tim Allen has been doing the voice. And there was a huge, huge people were all upset because I think Chris Evans does it now. I think he, Oh, I didn't know that. No, yeah. I, so I didn't know. So in the new that. in the new age Buzz Lightyear, Tim Allen did not get the call for Buzz Lightyear. Wow. Do you oh, consider wow. that a recasting? Yeah, yeah. Or is, I think, or well, is Buzz? It's, it's almost a passing of the torch, but no, that's a that's because it's an iconic voice. It's like, if, could you imagine someone besides Tom Hanks doing Woody? No, like that's no, that's an iconic, like Woody's voice, Buzz's voice to infinity and beyond is yeah. is like totally like I can't even mimic. It's it's so very much Tim Allen that absolutely. It's it's all his rasp is it, wow. No, this is the first I'm learning of it, and I, I agree probably with you know, those who aren't happy. Not that I really care, <laughs> but uh, but some people like love Toy Story, that, right. that whole franchise. So I think that's what the uproar was. I, I wouldn't go out and see it in the theaters, maybe if it comes out, but I know there was a big uproar. I think it had a little bit to do with Tim Allen's like alleged political beliefs that he's kind of getting blackballed in, in – uh, in Hollywood, because I well, think such people, is ho- the nature of Hollywood right, right now. That, right. You know, it, it, yeah. But I mean, not, I have no idea. I mean, as as a he's a guy who's arrested for selling cocaine kilos <laughs> of cocaine back in the day. So I I don't know. I'm not going to take his side in terms of <laughs> just blindly. Okay. Um, so let me let me. The, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Do you have anything? No, I'm, I'm just going to ask. Go ahead. Do you have any more that you want? Well, to so I have out? I have a little game I want to play with you called Is this a is this a recast or not? Or is this a replacement or not? And yep. a lot of the ones that we already talked about, you know, I, so it might seem, seem like a short segment here because we've talked about a lot of them. Um, the first one was Hulk. Is, 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 so there was three Hulks within like three years. Yes. So, so, okay. And this is why I used the word sequential earlier, very purposefully. It's like the, I wouldn't because of the time lapse in 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 between the movies it's like okay it's a, it's a franchise they just replaced him but because of like marvel's attempt to make everything line up they retroactively are like no it's the same right so it's right. like okay so, like i i wasn't gonna say anything but well <laughs> I, I was if you asked if you asked marvel like or the disney today who is the who is hulk they would just say undisputed anyone before mark ruffalo doesn't count Right. But during the era of when Hulk was becoming like a main character, much like a Thor, much like a Captain America, they had Eric Bana first and then Ed, Ed Norton. Or was it Ed Norton and then, then Eric Bana? And then mm. and then it was Mark Ruffalo. Anyways, no, those... I think it was Eric Bana, then Ed Norton. But e- either way, they couldn't get Hulk to work. And then they just kind of abandoned it for a long time. And then Iron Man and the Avengers really kind of. Or it was Iron Man and then but whatever. Let's not go into Marvel too far. Okay, all right, fine. But I'm just saying, would you? So you wouldn't consider that a replacement? But no, I I do only because they do. They they consider it a part of the same timeline and in in a part of a sequence of movies. And it's like okay, but for me in my brain, like it, just like in Batman or DC, like anybody could have played any superhero at any time, and that would have bad than that. Um, but because they went for this multi-movie, multi-decade <laughs> uh, timeline, uh, and they decided to include it, include it, then yeah, that's their that's their doing. Okay, so in the Terminator series, 
at, at different yeah. points of time. It's a time jumping around. The the yeah. I don't think so. Sarah Connor has been pretty consistently played by that that actress. Um, would you, but John Con- John Connor John Connor has not. John Connor has been replaced by different actors. Yeah, but he's at different he's at different ages all the time. He's constantly they're hopping through time. That's got to pass for me. It's not like. The only thing that matters in those movies for me is Arnold, and then well, so even Ar- uh, so I can Sarah- even go. So Sarah Connors gets played by Khaleesi, whatever her name of that actress is, in, in one of the newer ones, and then even yep. Arnold, they CGI Arnold into the, I think it's the Christian Bale one, because they couldn't get him. He was being the governor at the time, so like they've definitely substituted. I think there was like a a, a female Terminator that I was going to ask you, like, is that considered? Arnold being recast. Oh, that's, rebrand- that's rebranding or like broad branding. Okay. Uh, like, like it, no, that's not recasting. Could recast recasting is taking the same character and putting a new actor. Replacing is like I explained with that seventies show. You know. Okay. How about this one? The the Matrix. The character. The Oracle. So yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. Right. No. So they they call it. I it is technically a recasting, but the actor, the real actor in in real life died, so they had to. They were forced to recast her. But they they call attention to it. They the do movie. call attention to it, but it's they just call, so it's just so obvious okay, that whatever. they. What? I, I was just if they explain it, then I'm like, okay, whatever. Oh, like, okay. As long as they call attention to it. It was they called attention to it, but it was in real life. You know what I mean? It's like you gotta, you gotta. The movie can't stop because one person passed away. True, but for me, it was just such an obvious like they they just wrote that in. They wrote that excuse into as to why they had to come up with a different one. They're like, well, you see something different in every iteration of the Matrix or something like that. It was like so you felt it was a lazy explanation. I did. I thought that it was kind of lazy. Yeah, no, I, I think that's totally fair. But at least you, at least they didn't just expect you to to observe it and then not go, you know, just go on with it without acknowledging it. I'd prefer someone to them to acknowledge it. They made up a quick matrix rule to cover for their obvious change of of character. Right, exactly. They're in the matrix, so it's you know they can do that. It doesn't doesn't uh, it's not a glitch. Um, so uh, one that did totally kind of mess with me because it's so different and they didn't, they did not call attention to it, um, was you, so you watched all of Game of Thrones, right? Yes. Yep. Dario Naharis, uh, Khaleesi's right hand man that she picks up along or one of the right hand mans. Like he's like this, like chiseled face, like long haired, different colored hair person one season. Then all of a sudden next season, it, he's like a, a very different looking person, and even his this, the yeah. way that he dresses, even the way that the character dresses, seems to change. Well, wasn't um, she? Isn't like, what, what? wasn't that's she? Not, the start, she that's wasn't. The she wasn't even. A, she wasn't attracted to the first guy, and then when they replaced her character, wasn't after that. Then she was attracted to him after that. I mean, that was a part of the storyline at some point, but I mean, I think it was always going to be that way. Um, but no, I, I don't think it was because of the character change or the the actor change. But the the it was such a different style of actor. Like they didn't even go for a guy with a similar look. Like they completely replaced. It was almost it, it, 
while you're on the show, unless they said his name, you would think it was a different character. Uh, and, I, right? and that's what I did the first time through. The only reason I remember that is because I was listening to a podcast that just covered all the t- different types of TV shows. It's called The Watch. It's on The Ringer. And they were mentioning that. And I went and I, as I looked back, I'm like, oh, I just assumed there were two different characters because they look so differently and because she was attracted to one actor and not the other. And from what I remember from the series. So, uh, but yeah. that was weird. So one of the most egregious replacements that, that I have, and, and this is by far, and I thought this was a question you're going to ask me. So I had it prepared, but in the silence of the lambs universe, yeah, Silence of yeah. the Lambs, Red Dragon, Hannibal, those. Jodie yeah. Foster's character, Clarice, was replaced by Julianne Moore in, in the, I guess now, prequel, which, is, which was Hannibal. Even though it was in, in linear, it, was, it came out after Silence of the yeah. Lambs. I thought right. that that was egregious. And I was actually shocked that someone of Julianne Moore's character would agree to do... To take such acting an iconic caliber, role. not character, but cal- acting caliber. Yeah, acting caliber. Yeah, that she would she would agree to try to fill in the shoot, fill in fill in for for Jodie Foster's performance, which I believe was nominated for an Oscar. It's it was kind of bold and kind of it made me take the movie a lot less less serious because it just felt like this is a replacement she's trying to it's this is julianne moore trying to be jodie foster trying to well, be the, the thing is it's like replacing an iconic role so like she like uh, um what's her name in the movie uh clarice, clarice is, like yeah. that's an iconic role in a, like an american movie so to replace that character specifically you'd have to like you either have to find someone that looks exactly like her or someone who's going to absolutely knock out of the park I always thought Julianne Moore was a little overrated, um, but but no, that's that's someone in her position. That's a huge opportunity to be in the set. Like really, a, I, a think really a I think it's a pretty. I think it's lateral. I think Jodie Foster and Julianne Moore. Even though you you say she's overrated, that's fine. It's your opinion. I think that yeah. she is an Oscar caliber actress. So for her, yeah. that would be like in. Uh, let's just say uh, uh, that would be like in the Fast and Furious. If all the all of a sudden they replace Dom Toretto with oh, that's a bad that's you a bad can't, yeah it's a terrible that's a terrible comparison. Well, I would think I don't know maybe it was okay here we go so th- th- that would be if like Jim Carrey didn't want to do the Ace Ventura sequel and they replaced him with Will Ferrell something like that like you can't take that uh, away like that's Jim Carrey's role. If you're gonna, if it's you're gonna iconic, come in, it's got. Like it's, what I was saying, it's an iconic role, and if you're gonna, like, there needs to be at least more time between the two movies because they're they are uh, peers. The two actors are peers, right, you know what I right. mean? So it's like, it's you know, she and, and did Julianne Moore ever think she's gonna be known as Clarice? Like, right, probably right. not, unless she's. I don't know. Who knows? But so, I how about um. I just don't think that it's necessarily like so egregious because in my head, like it was a different point in time, but no, no, no. I mean, but, but, and it wasn't when it came out, we were, you know, we were young. So I guess we didn't appreciate silence of the lambs for the iconic movie that it was, you know what I mean? But in hindsight, it's really, it is pretty egregious. I do. I think I was late to it too. You're right. I don't think I watched it until, Silence of the Lambs until just before Hannibal came out, so maybe that's maybe that's where my uh, 
uh, up, uh, outrage is coming from is because I kind of saw them back to back, and it was right. just like, why would you right. do? Why would you do that? Like that's right, <laughs> right. So, so one that, um, and this is probably the last one uh, that I'm going to touch on uh, to go in the opposite direction that I actually thought worked pretty well. Um, where I, you know, normally would be taken out of it was Major League with Mil- Willie oh, Mays. Oh yeah, nice one. I can't believe we haven't talked about this until now. Yeah. yeah so yeah. in the in the original one, it's Wesley Snipes uh, who plays Willie Mays Hayes, which is a very he's a big character to 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 replicate and to recast. So they recast him with Omar Epps and in Will and Major League Two, and he did a great job. He did a great job and like really took on this like big character charismatic role with like he actually did it really well to the point where I didn't realize that they recasted it until I was, you know, you know, in my teens or whatever, like later on. And like, you know, the movies I watched as a kid. Yeah. And I just remember Willie Mays Hayes being like a, a fun and exciting, entertaining character. But then I didn't, you know, it, my brain just didn't calculate it as as it did with. Raiden <laughs> Mortal right. Kombat. But, yeah. you know, that's probably just my young brain not really paying as much attention. Well, that, and I, I think Major League 2, in my opinion, is a better movie than Major League 1, too. So I, wow. I, I liked Major League 2 better than 1. So in wow. my mind, William Mays Hayes, origi- like, Omar Epps owns that role over Wesley Snipes, in my mind. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. See, all right, so that's that could be a podcast in itself, which we won't, won't drag it up, but what... Like there are very few sequels that are better than the original movie, or the so, repla- replacements that are better than their original. Right, exactly. But but that I mean, we could we could spend some time on that. But I mean, I there's there's rarely, rarely, rarely a replacement or a recast that you know it exceeds the yeah. performance of the original. At that, like, if you can get something that's lateral, that's that's you're doing good. Um, a couple other ones that I had here before we wrap up. I have a bunch of TV ones. Vivian Banks, the mother on uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Um, yeah. She was replaced. Morty Seinfeld in Seinfeld, Jerry's dad. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yep. Jerry's yep. dad, the, his original dad gets like three episodes in the first season, and then it's replaced. Isn't, I'm pretty sure uh, Newman is, is is also in the first season or and is a different character, I'm pretty sure. As a different Newman? Yeah. I think so. I think. Um, so yeah, the, the new- that's early dates. Oh man, there's, a, and this is just uh, for you and for our listeners <laughs> to check out this interview with Jason Alexander and Howard Stern. They talk about all the guys who are considered for George. Mm-hmm. Crazy, crazy diverse group of people who are considered for George. I, check, I can't check picture out George. Interview. George is such an iconic character. I can't picture him as anyone else. Um, in the Mummy, mm-hmm. in the Mummy, the lead uh, woman Evelyn Corn Cornaham or whatever in the yeah, Mummy One and Mummy Two, m- but Mummy it's the Two. Mummy. So I guess who can, again? So some of our some of the things here like that were that I'm finding are uh, consistent in my, in my reactions are like if I don't take the movie seriously to begin with, then I'm gonna have a lot more leeway with the recast. Okay, like, I'm just saying two pretty big actors in in Rachel Weitz and, and uh, Maria Bello. Like those are big big roles to. I don't know. I, I consider them B B to A list actors, uh, at, especially at the time. Um, I thought that that was at least one worth mentioning. As I'm flipping through here, too, um, we have Meg on Family Guy. I already mentioned that one. Oh, and then so for child actors too, you see a lot of replacement in that in Mad Men. I think Bobby. I don't know if you ever watched Mad Men, but like the the, the 
Don Draper's only son gets replaced like three times. Uh, hmm. One because he's a baby in one, but then when when he's in his adolescence, like his sister stays the same and she grows with the show. Sally grows with the show, and Bobby just gets swapped out by by everyone. Technically, Full House they were they were replacing one Olsen twin with the other. Uh, so just I'm just kind of going down the line as far as other honorable mentions that I just wanted. Not not much to talk about really, but. Uh, you know, ones that, that I came across in my research. I think I think when we were growing up too, a recast in the '90s and early 2000s would be less frowned upon or less noticed. You know what I mean? Like there was lower standards for what you could do from movie to movie. Um, I think uh, in that in that era, and I think with the introduction of the internet and people having niche sh- podcast shows like this dissecting you know, stupid old movies. Right. I think that there's a, you know, things like that. Think like stuff that it was uh, periphery in back in the day is now being analyzed. And, and true. And, and what a world pers- we live in dog. What yeah. a, t- what a time we live in. <laughs> well, you know, I think this stuff is important. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, it's it's really not. It's fun though. I enjoyed talking about this one. Yeah, I'm sure there's ones we've missed. So I mean, I would told I am embarrassed that I missed the major league one, but for the ones that we did miss, that's why we have social media now as well for for people to tell us what we missed. Um, looking so, forward. To- I mean, Morpheus got recast in the latest Matrix, right? I didn't see it yet. Yeah, so it's that Matrix rule again. Everyone's different. So we're gonna, there's going to be a bunch of them that we missed. Ma- but it's, uh, Marty, just, McF- we- Marty McFly, the Mc- George McFly, his dad, I guess, got recasted in Back to the Futures. Fringe characters, but still. Stuff that, stuff that I'm sure we'll be hearing from our, uh, from our listeners as, as things that we missed in uh, re- sequel, sequel replacements. So... Uh, we were also going to discuss uh, replacements and uh, recasting in bands, and, oh. and that. But that's just opening up a can of worms that, that we don't have time. That's to. a separate podcast. There's so much in music with replacement singers, rockers that die, all this stuff. Don't even get me started, dog. Dog, I would never, ever, ever think about replacing you in any of these podcasts. Yeah, well, that's one thing I got going for me is you can uh, recast your your friends but you can't really recast your family so i'm stuck with it on that note i got to go we'll see you next time in the jerks in the fourth row thanks guys peace paper slamming the stapler punch in the car